And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate. It's all about helping you win in any marketplace here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want to help you with your buying decisions, buying, selling, or investing. Our goal is to be your consumer advocate and make you just a bit more street smart so you can win. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Now, we want you to save our hotline number in your phone. At some point, you may need it. 813-670-7372. That's our consumer advocate hotline number. Call, text anytime at 813-670-7372. That's, again, our consumer advocate hotline number. Call us on the cell phone. You used to call me on my cell phone. And bookmark the website, ConsumerQB.com. We appreciate those who reach out and call and hit up the website, supporting our show over seven years now on air, and so excited about bringing you you know, a lot of great content today. we got a great lineup for you today. We're going to talk about home health care, palliative services, and hospice and some of the common misconceptions, we got Deborah Coleman uh, going to be joining us. She's the Director of Clinical Social Work Services with Gulfside Healthcare Services, and they do a great job in the community, great company to, to work with, and they're here uh, in the Pasco, uh, Hillsborough, Pinellas areas as well. So going to find out from her what's happening with COVID-19, how it's affecting uh, some of the uh, seniors and also the uh, you know, the services that they offer. Also, we're going to talk to our friend Larry Harbolt. You've heard Larry on the show over the years. Now, he is a real estate educator. He's an author and a podcaster. He does a great job when he comes to our show. I like to ask him those questions that you don't get in traditional real estate. You know, traditional real estate, you got a buyer, seller, inspector, and appraisal. It's pretty basic stuff with conventional loans, FHA loans. Again, shout out to Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage for uh, your pre-qualification purposes. But when you when you think about some of these off-market deals and people say, well, you know, how do you make money in real estate? How can you uh, invest in real estate? Well, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to warn you about some of these traveling gurus and what they do. They come into town and sell you these big dollar, high dollar courses, uh, and they use NLP to do that, neuro-linguistic programming, how they do that. Uh, to to help you get into your wallet, basically, is what they're looking for. So we're going to go over some tips today uh, with Larry about how you can buy real estate properties and think outside the box. So we're talking about you know buying uh, subject to the mortgage, and we're also going to be talking about whether it's price or terms, but you can't have both as a seller. So what does that mean? Uh, more coming up here on the Consumer Quarterback Show with our friend Larry Harbolt. I also have a great feel-good story of the day. I love this story. Uh, U.S. soldier becomes first woman to join the Green Beret. Awesome, awesome shout-out to our men and women serving our great country here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show is Brothers Easy Moving. Whether you're planning a local or long-distance move, packing, they do junk hauling, as well as office moves, reach out to our friends at Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Brothers Easy Moving, make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right, we got a hot property here in Tampa Bay, 7736 Grand Boulevard. This one is in Port Ritchie. 
It's a great opportunity to own real estate. Now, this is an office building. So if you're paying lease or renting a space, this is an opportunity to own your own building and really control your financial future. When you think about it from a business perspective, either have assets or liabilities. This is investing into the asset column of your business versus liability. 7736 Grand Boulevard, Port Ritchie. Huge yard. It's got a fenced in yard and you're in a great area there close to the water. It's a double lot commercial property. It has a newer roof, a great opportunity to own real estate right here in Tampa Bay and 8325 West Hillsboro in Tampa is a great opportunity in Tampa Bay as well. Uh, this is a freestanding office building on Hillsboro. Again, invest into the asset column of your business versus throwing money away, paying that landlord's rent. 8325 West Hillsboro Avenue in Tampa. Great real estate properties. Check out all of our properties at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right. Stay with us. When we come back, more from our expert contributors coming up. Deborah Coleman, Gulfside Healthcare Services. And later in the show, we got Larry Harbolt, The Real Deal Podcast with Larry Harbolt right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after the short break. Don't go anywhere. This is Work Done, and you're listening to The Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rimes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deal. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. This segment is brought to you by Golf Cart Depot. Check out our friends online, Golf Cart Depot. Marty and his team, they do a great job. You can test drive one today, and they'll actually deliver it to you to test drive. Marty and his team over at Golf Cart Depot, they've got two locations Land Lakes and Clearwater locations. They've got the EasyGo Star EV, Icon Electrical, Cushman, and pre-manufactured, pre-owned and remanufactured uh, golf carts over at Golf Cart Depot. Make sure you let them know when you give them a call or set up an online appointment that the real estate quarterback sent you so you can take them up on the special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. 
And a hot property for this list, this segment, is uh, 8325 West Hillsborough Avenue. This is a property right in Tampa that is on a major artery, a major thoroughfare. That's Hillsborough Avenue right in Tampa Bay. This is a, a remodeled property. It's a perfect opportunity for a business owner that's paying rent, paying lease, buy this building and have a huge conference room, small kitchen, eight offices, completely fenced in, and electronics as well. Electronics package includes video camera, security system, 8325 West Hillsborough Avenue right here in Tampa Bay. Great buying opportunity. Also, 5402 Swallow Drive. This one is in Lando Lakes. Now, up in Lando Lakes, you've got a beautiful property here. It's a great opportunity for a family to buy this property and, and potentially uh, make it their own large lot as well. Very large lot and beautiful property right here in Tampa Bay. Four bedrooms up there as well. Check out all of our real estate listings at Platinum mvpteam.kw.com all right we're going to talk with deborah coleman she is a manager actually director of clinical services uh clinical social work services that is welcome to the show deborah thank you thank you for having me Hey, my pleasure. So Gulfside Healthcare Services, longtime friend to the program. We've interviewed uh, many of your team members over there. And you guys, you know, I got to say, you do a great job. This is a, a well-oiled uh, machine, you guys, and, and you have a, a, something that's needed out there. This is stuff that's really needed in the community. Um, so tell us about your new position. Okay. Well, I've been with Gulfside for over 12 years. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I've done a lot of things in the company. And now I've taken on the role of supervising all of the social workers and chaplains for our hospice, palliative, and home health department. So I will be very hands-on with all of that staff. And I have managed them in the past as well. It's a lot of uh, emotional support to make sure that our clients and patients and their families are getting everything that they need Obviously, as you can imagine, with hospice or palliative, even home health, there's a lot of stress for the family. So our right. social workers and chaplains have to be very in tune with that. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a lot of situations that arise, and you know, people need the home health care as well. That's that's yep. a interesting part of the business as well. And it's about a year ago now since you've launched that division of home yeah. health care. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. And it, it's such a need for home health care. We get so many calls from often we've got the, the older man or woman taking care of his or her spouse and they have their own health needs and they need that extra help for someone to come in. And they're just so grateful that we're out there and that we can provide those services to them. Right. Yeah. So the home health care is an option. And then let's go back to palliative care. What, mm-hmm. what exactly is palliative care? Yeah, and palliative care, that's a good question. A lot of people don't know a lot about palliative care. It is, so on hospice, you have to meet, have a prognosis of six months or less to qualify. Um, palliative, you don't have to have a certain prognosis. Most of our patients on palliative are seeking aggressive treatment. So they're getting maybe the radiation, the chemotherapy, the dialysis. They're not ready for hospice. However, they need that bridge in between for emotional support, pain and symptom management, the coordination of care with their other physicians. We are considered an additional physician. So they see us along with all of their other doctors, whereas in hospice, often we take over for full medical management. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there, there's so many different areas. I, you know, it's uh, th- this 
space is a much needed space, especially with aging seniors. You know, we've got a lot yeah. of aging seniors. Talk to us about the influences in, in population and how, you know, especially even now too with the pandemic, you know, what's going yeah. on with the pandemic? What are you guys seeing? And then I think more and more people are moving from, you know, those high population states, those high tax states like New York, New Jersey, mm-hmm. California, Chicago, or Illinois. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of, of, of that population. Historically, we see, you know, we see them a lot more in the wintertime. And it seems like now that shifted, especially when, when unfortunately, the, the COVID hit in New York. We were having a lot of people coming down to Florida. A lot of them have the, those second houses, the families. And we're also seeing a lot of younger populations across the board, home health, hospice, palliative, and, you know, obviously with the COVID, we're having to take a lot of precautions, like you hear them out there. Yeah. Our staff, we are all tested every two weeks because we are going into nursing homes and assisted living facilities. So our goal is to obviously keep these patients and families as safe as we possibly can. Now, you hear the term social work. I've, I've heard that mm-hmm. term over my you know career. What exactly yeah. does social work mean? What, what kind of social work services? So social work, people often think they're the people that come and take your children away. Unfortunately, that's what a lot of people think Mm. when you hear social work. The great thing about social work is it's across the board in in every type of industry. We have social workers in schools, jails, hospitals, hospice. It's it's everywhere. And it's a it's often people can used to call themselves social workers, say back in the day at the Department of Children and Families. They would be called social workers. Well, a law was changed where in order to be classified as a social worker, you have to have a bachelor's Mm. in social work. And then you get your master's, hopefully, in social work. And once you have your master's, you can move on to an LCSW. Once you're an LCSW, you can often open up your own private practice. We do psychotherapy. We cannot write medications or scripts for meds. However, we are able to uh, provide therapy to families and patients. And so do MSWs and our BSWs do as well. It is such a great career field. And unfortunately, I think it's often overlooked. Yeah, absolutely. If you just joined us, uh, we're here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're talking with Deborah Coleman, and she is Director of Clinical Social Work Services at Gulfside Healthcare Services uh, right here uh, in Tampa Bay, friend of the program. They've got a lot of great services uh, three main pillars as well. Is that is that right, Deborah? Three main pillars of, of Gulfside? Yep, that is correct. Our hospice, palliative, and home health. Yeah, yeah. So that, there's many ways. So who could benefit from your care? Like I'm trying to think for our listeners out there, you know, how could they benefit? Well, you know, for, it, it's across the board. So for home health, someone that's maybe had surgery and they need rehab, but they're not, you know, maybe they've just left the nursing home. Maybe they're coming right from the hospital and going home. They maybe had a knee replacement or a hip replacement, someone that's recovering from a stroke who needs speech therapy, occupational therapy. They don't need to be in a nursing home per se, but they need those extra benefits. Too difficult for them to get to therapy in terms of getting in the car, walking to into the building. So in that case, home health can come out and, and do those things right there in the home. Also, the families involved. You know, the therapies can come out and show maybe how what's the best way to transfer mom and dad, uh, you know, onto and off the bed and onto the, you know, to toilet them. Mm. So it really is a whole family thing because often the, the people are at home being taken care of from by their friends or family. Yeah, so that's exactly. a great perk of home health. 
And it, and it typically happens to be one person in the family. He normally steps up, and it's this yeah. different family member. Talk about that that dynamic and how you've seen that play out. Oh, with one, with just one person. So you know, and yeah. sometimes there is one person. Sometimes there's multiple family members, but for whatever reason. People work, they have small children, they can't do as much as maybe a sibling can. So often someone does take the lead role. Sometimes there's problems, and this is where often the social worker comes in. You've got maybe a a few children, and they all have different opinions on what mom and dad should be doing. Maybe you've got someone that says, you know, I think we're good with home health, or someone that says, I think mom or dad needs hospice. We can come in and educate, discuss the benefits of each program and what fits best for what the patient wants as well as the family. But again, the patient always has the right, and we like to, to show that. What are the patient's wishes? Sometimes, as we know, it's, it's hard that our parents' wishes may not be the same as ours. It's hard. We don't want our parents, we don't like to talk about dying, death and dying with right. our, our parents. So that's as a social worker can come in and, and bridge that conversation and really help to to find out what everyone's fears are about that. Because, we, you know, we all pretty much have different fears about death and especially losing our loved ones. Yeah, absolutely. Deborah, that, that's a good point, too. And we talked with a state planning attorney, uh, Joseph Pippen, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show as well. And um, when you think about that conversation, it's such a difficult conversation to mm-hmm. have, as well as, you know, hey, do you have a will in place? Do you have yeah. all those necessary documents? And then yeah. if you get sick, you know, who's going to mm-hmm. make the decisions if you're incapacitated? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and it's hard right now, too, because say mom or dad fall, they, they break a hip and they're in the hospital and they can either go home with home health or they can go to a skilled nursing home. The family has to realize, unfortunately, right now, if that patient goes to the nursing home, they can't go see mom and dad. Right. Whereas if they bring the patient home, they're still there. They can see mom and dad. And that's been so hard on the population, the, the, the residents that are living in these facilities. And it breaks your heart. You go there and you'll see the little old man outside the window of his wife, you know, talking mm. to her. And it, it's heartbreaking, but it, it has to be done right now. Yeah, that is a tough dynamic that we're facing right now with the challenges mm-hmm. with the pandemic. Um, Absolutely. So, so Deborah, also wanted to talk to you a little about you've got a exciting virtual event coming up at the end of the month. Can you tell us a little bit about it? We do. So this is going to be our, our first event of this this sort where we're going to be discussing, you know, home health. It's going to be a webinar and it's going to be on Thursday, July 30th at 3 p.m. And there is a place uh, where people can register at golfside.org backslash webinars. And we're going to have pre-registered attendees will be entered to win a Publix gift card. And who can't use a Publix gift card? Nice. And we're going to have uh, a different panel of people. We've got our CEO on. I will be on. We'll have someone from nursing, uh, various disciplines to come on. And we'll just have different topics. We'll talk about the Golfside Home Health Service, the benefits of receiving that care at home, how to go about signing up, and who qualifies, who would benefit from that care. And then obviously any questions and answers that people have. And sometimes we get a lot of calls where people aren't sure what they need. Do, this, do I need home health? Do I need palliative? Do I need hospice? And so that's where we can really break it down and see what are they looking for exactly so we can tailor whatever they, they need. Sometimes you have patients that do both home health and palliative at the same time. So we can tweak different programs to make it work for that family. Yeah, absolutely. And if you just join us, we're talking with Deborah Coleman. Uh, from Gulfside Healthcare Services right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And 
and Deborah, this is this is an area that, that people I think have a lot of misconceptions about. Mm. They they don't really understand. They've got an aging mother or grandmother, and mm-hmm. you know, there's on there's got dementias coming on. You got yep. Alzheimer's. Um, what what are you seeing out there in terms of that scenario? So often, especially with maybe the older generation, they hear the word hospice and they think of the angel of death. They yeah. they will say, "I can't tell my mom or dad about hospice." They're going to think that that we want them to give up. Right. We have to explain it's not about giving up. It's about quality of life. And we often see that patients come on to hospice and their quality of life improves because sometimes they're not getting the medications like they should. We can come in and tweak them. Oh, mom stayed up last night. She was anxious. Let's add this med in or take this medication out. And you start to see that that shift of, okay, now the patient's becoming more stabilized and, and being able to enjoy the grandchildren, maybe able to go for a short walk, sitting outside, able to be involved with their family instead of laying in bed in pain. And we never want to see anyone like that. I always tell families, mom or dad doesn't have to be like this. This right. can be different. It's just, it's often that the word hospice. And for example, yesterday, I've got a younger man on palliative services and he's in his fifties. And unfortunately he's, he's full of cancer, but he's young. He does not want to give up. He's got four small children. Mm. And, you know, we've had to broach that subject of what about hospice? And the first thing he says is, that means I give up. Right. And, you know, he's not ready for that. Right. Now, physically, yes, he is. Mentally and emotionally, he's not. And sometimes people do die in our palliative service because they just, they feel like they're giving up. If they say, I'm going to stop chemo, I'm going to stop radiation, even though they're all failing And he's to the point he's trying to find a trial drug because nothing has worked. Mm. But you know what? We support that. Okay, let's just keep your pain under control. Let's keep it so that when your kids come home, you can be with your kids. You can read them stories. You can do all the things that a parent needs to do. And especially because he's probably not going to live to see his kids grow up, Mm. graduate, get married. So it's about making the best quality he has right now. And that's our ultimate goal. Yeah, that's absolutely that's correct. And, and I think when you have the chaplains on hand, too, that, that's that got to really be a blessing for a lot of these families. Yes, it is. And, you know, even people that maybe don't have a strong spiritual belief, we meet people wherever they're at, whatever whatever they believe if in a higher being. And the chaplains are able to have those conversations and conversations about death and dying. And again, just the hard conversations that people often don't want to have. It's, it, it's definitely difficult talking about advanced directives and what's going to happen when, if you are on a ventilator, what do you want? Right. So the chaplains are a blessing to have as that, that support system as well. Yeah. And now do you guys cover what counties are you covering here in Tampa Bay? So right now for hospice, we cover uh, just Pasco County. And then for palliative, we do Pasco County and we're branching out into Pinellas. And we hope to eventually get into Hillsborough. And for our home health, we obviously cover Pasco County and Pinellas. We're licensed there. And we're trying to, you know, branch out into the other counties as we grow. We really want to be able to see this grow. That's our ultimate goal, to be able to serve as many people as we possibly can. Very good. Yeah. So final question would be, you know, how, what's the best method of contact? How do you prefer people to contact or, or you know, many options, I, I bet? Yes. So often people will call us. We have a referral line. That's an 800 number. So it's 800-561-4883. 
And when they call that number, they can kind of usually, there'll, there'll be an intake person that will listen, kind of say, oh, what are you looking for? Because sometimes people call and they say, I need help, but I don't know what kind of help. So they can kind of ask some questions to find out what they're looking for. And then they usually direct it to uh, you know, hospice, palliative, or home health, depending on the answers they receive. And again, I get calls where they, you know, they definitely think they want palliative. And then as we talk, they realize Maybe they want home health, or sometimes they realize, well, you know, wow, my my mom or dad is definitely ready for hospice. We're we're there. We just again, they look at it sometimes as you're on your deathbed, and that's not what hospice is. And we're trying to change that stigma about it. Well, you guys are doing a great job. I'll tell you that. And Thank Linda, you. say hello to the whole team, Linda and, and everyone and. Uh, we always enjoy our visits here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So thank you very much, Deborah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hey, my pleasure. All right, good stuff. So there's Gulfside Healthcare Services on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check out gulfside.org and also on facebook.com forward slash Gulfside Healthcare Services. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our feel-good story of the day. U.S. soldier becomes first woman to join the Green Beret. Stay with us, Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com. This is Work Done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show, Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region's number one consumer advocate-based radio and TV show right here in Tampa Bay over seven years now on air and real excited about a lot of growth around our show and our real estate team, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Uh, my wife, Lindsay, and I own and operate a top team featured in Florida Realtor Magazine again. Uh, just recently, Florida Realtor Magazine uh, called us up, did another uh, you know uh, story on us and talking about the ways that we are working with the community and how we're branding. So really cool. Check out Florida Realtor Magazine. You can check them out online too. Uh, but a couple of hot properties here, 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa. Attention builders and developers and investors. This is a great opportunity to own a piece of Tampa Bay, the heart of Tampa Bay. And it's a future land use of nine units per acre. And multifamily seems to be the highest and best use, maybe even a mixed type use commercial project at 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa. Properties listed at a $1.8 million price tag. And the owners are looking for offers. Bring us an offer, builders and developers out there. And we also have a property here on Hamlin. Uh, we got property up in Hamlin, up in Pasco County. It's 41 acres up in Pasco County. Another great development opportunity on Hamlin Road up in Pasco County. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, let's jump in. So we got Larry Harbolt, real estate educator. He's an author, and he's also uh, the host of the Real Deal podcast. Larry Harbolt, our friend, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, man, good to have you. So talking about things happening right now, you know, of course, we got to start with 
the, the whole pandemic. How, how do you see the pandemic affecting real estate, Larry? Really, I'm not seeing it affected very much at all. Yeah, me neither. Um, the, the market's still hot. We still have a shortage of houses here in the area. Um, yeah. What I'm seeing is anything comes on the market, whether it's you know through uh, a real estate agent or just something out, find something out in the field. There's so many people looking; they don't last long. That's right. Yeah, they got to be really bad to be you know on the market a long time. Yeah, low inventory market and. What about Airbnb? You see, you know, Airbnb, that's another area where people, investors are looking for deals. Um, some of the markets are hurting, but Airbnb down here in Florida seems to be still, again, on on fire, hot. Well, right. Where, where we live, you know, we're close to the Gulf of Mexico and the Tampa Bay. So Airbnb makes sense because people want to come on vacation. They want a place to stay that's more affordable than hotels. They want to be closer to the water. You know, there's there's a lot of benefit to it. There is a lot of overhead to it also. Yeah. Um, there, there's, you know, a lot of work. But the point is, if you're going to buy Airbnb, and you and I have talked about this before on the show, you don't want to base your buying decision on how much it will bring in. You've got to base your numbers on, if it's a, like a single-family house, on what it would rent for to just a family renting at 12 months of the year. Right. Because if Airbnb were to shut down the coronavirus, put a stop to a lot of my friends that have houses along the beach, and they, they're losing money, but they've got high payments because they based it on what the future income would be instead of what it would bring in if they just had to rent it to a, a single family. Right. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, that's a big part of the real estate investment uh, decision is, is what are you going to return? Bottom line is what are you going to bring in versus what is it going to cost you monthly? Right, Larry? Right. Well, if you figure what it would rent for with a single family living in at 12 months of the year and you base your numbers on that and you buy it, if you do rent it out uh, Airbnb and you make four or five times that much, Hooray. I mean, that's wonderful. That's why we're in business is to make profit. But you don't want to do it the other way. You don't want to start with a massively high payment and then it gets shut down like it's been and you can't make those high payments. You're going to get into financial difficulty. And that's what I worry about. Too many of these people that don't know what they're doing are not being advised before they jump in the frying pan. Yeah. Yeah, or they or they fall victim to these these guys that come into town every so often. They come in and they're going to teach you how to flip real estate. They're going to show you the easy shortcut to riches in real estate. Talk to me about that, Larry. You see these things happen all the time, and people they don't give them the whole truth. They kind of give them bits and pieces, and then charge them a lot of money for it. Right. Well, I call those the traveling gurus that come through town. Yeah, exactly. And you know they use a, a lot of. Uh, NLP, Neuro Linguist, uh, Linguistic Programming, yep. Right. In other words, they're keywords that pique interest. They do a lot of things, and they, they bait you into, you want to join their inner circle because their people in their inner circle are the ones that are making millions, and there's a lot of ho- hoax to it. Now, one of my personal friends, uh, they're in their 80s, and they went with a company, excuse me, out of Utah. 
I don't know the name of the company, never found out, but in their 80s, they took everything they had, all the credit they could muster up. They paid $40,000 for one of these coaching programs. Yep. They had no money to market or anything else after that. Less than a year later, they filed bankruptcy and 80 years old and had to start over. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, these traveling gurus, uh, most of them want your credit card. Yep. And then after that, they don't care what happens to you. Yeah. And and I I just don't like that. I never work that way with my students. I mean, they have access to me. They can call me anytime they need me. Yep. But that's the way it should be. You that's know. right. They trust you, and if you let them down, you, you know, in my opinion, you're a dirtbag, and I don't like dirtbags. Yeah, absolutely. Talking with Larry Harbolt here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, LarryHarbolt.com. He's got his Real Deal podcast as well. And, uh, Larry, when we talk about some of these different ways that investors like to buy money or buy real estate, talk to us about some of the different scenarios because it's not always about price. Correct. It's price or terms. And what I mean by that, when you're talking, we, we deal directly uh, the way that I and all of my investor friends, we buy directly from the seller, the homeowner in most cases. And we want to get either, we'll give the seller the price they want if they'll give us the terms that we need to be able to make money with it. Most of us are landlords. I mean, we rent these properties. So price or terms, I'll give you your price if you'll give me a payment that will allow me to make a monthly cash flow. Mm. So you you have to have that. We don't work off of an amortization sheet like the bank does. Because one of the things I teach in all my classes now is there's four parts of every offer. Okay. You have price. You've got length of payback interest rate, and the payment amount. All four of those are adjustable. See, when you deal with a bank, a bank tells you how much you're going to pay for that property based on a conservative appraisal. They're going to tell you how long you've got to pay it back. They tell you what the interest rate's going to be, and they tell you what the payment is going to be. You have no say in that if you want to borrow their money. When I'm dealing with a seller... I'll give them their price if they'll give me a payment, which out of the rent, I deduct all of my costs every month, and whatever is left is all I've got to make a payment with. So I'll give them their price if they will let me make a payment to them in the amount that I've got left to make a payment. And the other thing is, all sellers tell you they want cash. Right. Well... Not necessarily do they want cash. And let me explain what I mean. When somebody bought a house when they're 30 years old, they paid for it for 30 years. It's a house they don't live in. They held that as some type of a retirement program usually. But if you paid for it for 30 years, you're approximately 60 years old. When you get to be 60 years old, most people are starting to think about retirement. They start thinking about getting Social Security, their pension check, you know, an easier life. So if they've got a house they don't live in, getting another check could be an option to enhance, you know, their their golden years. It would be a steady income that would help them to be able to do the things they want. Even though they say they want cash, 
yeah. because they don't live in it, they're going to have uh, taxing consequences with capital gains. Right. They think they want cash, but then when you when you come to them with these options and you say, "Hey, here's here's a way that it makes a little bit more sense to you," think about your taxable your taxable liability here if this were a cash sale versus if you were to receive payments over time. Right. And then you're going to put that money in the bank and mm-hmm. it's going to draw a half a percent interest. I can do much better for you. Yeah. Because yeah. you won't have to pay the capital gains tax all in one lump sum in the year of the sale. You can pay it over the years that I pay you only based on the 12 payments I make to you every year. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, some good tips right there. Larry Harbolt, real estate educator, author, and podcaster here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, Larry, hang with us. We're going to talk a little bit more in the next segment here. When we come back, also, we have our feel-good story of the day. we got a U.S. soldier becomes the first woman to join the Green Beret. Really cool story coming up right after this. Stay with us. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVP. MVPRealty.net. Brandon Rhymes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, and i got to give a shout-out to our friends over at Replenish IV Solutions. At least once a month, I go over and I visit the location on Gandy. They also have one off of Bears up in uh, North Tampa, South Tampa's Gandy location, Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. Say hello to our friends Stephen and Lisa Gunnan. Uh, they are the owners. And what I do is I get a Myers cocktail directly injected into my bloodstream, vitamin infusion. It's got all the good stuff in there, the C's, the B's, the zinc, all that to boost your immunity. And right now is a great time to do that, of course. Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. And a couple of hot properties here, 4207 South Del Mabry is a property that we've got listed right here in South Tampa. It's Grand Key Condos, a beautiful property, three-bedroom, two-bath, pool home, 
uh, townhome right here in Tampa Bay. You got mahogany floors throughout. Great opportunity. Unit number 1203 is available, 4207 South Del Mabry Highway uh, right here in Tampa. And Waterfront Beauty up in Hudson, 6417 Yvette Drive. This is up in Hudson Beach. Beautiful property right on the waterfront on a deep water canal. Live the Florida lifestyle at its best. Two-bedroom, two-bath, one-car garage. And great opportunity in Hudson Beach Estates on a deep water, salt water canal with direct access out to the Gulf of Mexico. Great buying opportunity. Check out all of our real estate listings at Platinum MVP Team. Dot kw.com okay every day we're going to tell you something positive here in our feel-good story of the day all right here's a story from military.com u.s soldier becomes the first woman to join the green beret u.s army is celebrating the graduation of their first female green beret an army uh, National Guard soldier marked a new milestone in the U.S. military Thursday by graduating from a grueling Special Forces qualification course uh, to become the first woman to join the Green Beret since the Pentagon opened all combat jobs to women in 2016. U.S. Army Special Operations Command has withheld the soldier's name for security uh, purposes but confirmed that she graduated from the 53-week course in a ceremony at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Uh, quote, from here, you will go forward and join the storied formation of the Green Beret, where you will uh, do what you were trained to do, challenge assumptions, break down barriers, smash through stereotypes, innovate and achieve the impossible. And thankfully, after today, our Green Beret men and women will forever stand in our hearts of the people we free everywhere. And the Q course is made up of six phases, including uh, training in small unit operations, advanced special forces, tactics, language training, and unconventional warfare. The graduates receive special forces tab and to be donned on the coveted Green Beret, identifying them as experts in conducting complex unconventional warfare missions behind enemy lines. A female soldier who graduated Thursday excelled through throughout the course and earned the respect of both her instructors and her peer group, a senior Army official told Military.com. Very cool story right there. Uh, and we want to, again, thank our men and women out there protecting us every day. And, uh, you know, we talked to the fire chief yesterday. Dennis was on the show. And, you know, we do have offers for first responders, militaries, veterans, uh, nurses, teachers. We're offering discounts if you're buying, uh, selling, investing real estate. We do have special incentives, quarter to a half a point discount in most cases for our veterans, first responders, and teachers and nurses. So Larry Harbolt back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Larry, now we talk a lot about different ways to buy real estate and kind of tap it into your your knowledge, uh, the big brain you have there, your knowledge base of all these years of real estate deals and you know buying and investing and selling. Now, so one of the ones that comes up from time to time is buying subject to the mortgage. When when is a scenario that that might be a legitimate way to buy a property? Well. It's it's a, a way to buy a property that a lot of people, when they hear how it works, they they get the uh, opinion that nobody would do this mm-hmm. because they wouldn't do it. But they don't know the situation that the property owner, the difficulty they have in their life. So what a subject to is, you're taking the property subject to the existing mortgage. And in most cases, you have the property owner deed you the property, so you own it, but you leave the mortgage in their name and you start making payments. You see, the mortgage 
the bank does not own your property. You own your property. So by deeding it away, you're just giving up your ownership in the property. You still have the debt in your name, but when we buy property subject to, we agree to make the payments. We never assume the loan. We just agree to make the payments. Now, the only situation, you know, I mean, there are Supreme Court justices that have declared you you don't break any laws when you're doing a subject to deal simply because you're not committing any civil or criminal act. And the Supreme Court has deemed that you have no obligation to tell a lender uh, that you're doing a subject to deal. There's no violation. The only thing is, if they find out ownership has changed, there's a clause in the mortgage that says if ownership has changed, they can call the entire loan balance due and payable, or they foreclose. So if that happens, and you happen to have taken a property subject to, you have two options. You can either pay off the lender by borrowing from someone else, or you can sell the property because you own it. So it's it's a technique, it's a method that a lot of investors use, and you just have to be aware that the bank could call the loan due that is existing in the other people's name, and if you don't make the payments, uh, there could be repercussions because you have promised to make those payments, and if you don't, that previous owner might come after you in court. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. Thanks for walking us through that, Larry. That's how, how many times have you seen that work out, and how, and how many times have you seen you know some some nefarious acts happening in that place in that case? Well, I have seen probably hundreds of of my friends and our own deals done subject to. Yeah. But I know of two that the I personally know of two, and neither one of them were mine that the bank called it due. Mm. You know, in most cases, the bank wants their money. Right. And as long as you're making the payments, can they call it due? Yes, they can. Will they? Well, don't know. That's why I said you got two options. Yeah. But but uh, it's done all the time. Amongst investor circles, subject to is a common method of acquiring property. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. And, and when they do call it due, What's the time frame that you have? Because then, then I guess that would be the the issue is if you can sell the property, you know, quickly enough, you can still make it make it a, a you know a non event basically. Well, right, but you know, if, usually the property owner, in most cases, is already in foreclosure. The bank has filed the Liz pendants in the mm. courts to start the process. Got it. That is the usual. Now, once in a while, you'll find somebody that's got a debt on a property. They just don't want it anymore, and they'll do a subject to. Just don't think that people won't do that because you don't know the pressure they're under with some type of a life situation where they just need to get that property off their plate and uh, not have to deal with it. The only thing is you've got to be honest and upstanding, and if you agree to make the payments, you make the payments. I mean, you own it. If you right. don't make the payments, you stand to lose the property. Yeah. So, you know, it's if you don't have any integrity, you don't belong in the real estate investing business in the first place. Exactly. Yeah, and it is when you when you buy a property subject to the existing mortgage, is there typically some type of a payment up front to get into that type of an agreement? It depends. If many of the the homeowners that get into trouble, and I, and I'm seeing with this coronavirus. Yeah. People being shut in, 
Because, you know, a lot of people are one paycheck away from bankruptcy. Yeah, exactly. And there's going to be a lot of people losing their houses to foreclosure or at least being put into foreclosure. Yeah. So subject to could be, you know, instrumental here in the next nine months to a year. Yeah. But do you have to put money down? Many times they paid a high price for the property with high payments. Right. And they they haven't built enough equity to have any money coming. And besides that, once it's in foreclosure, the lender's attorney has fees and you've got late fees on your payments you're delinquent on. So many times all of their equity that they have is eaten up. Now if they have a big equity, we you may have to put some money into the deal. Right. Or I would rather give them a note, a promissory note, and pay them for their equity by the month. You know, every month make a payment. Nice. To me, that makes more sense. That way I can rent the property I acquire from yeah. them, and from the rent I can pay the mortgage and pay for the any note that I'd have to pay. The problem is with those high payments, I, I can't take a property that's got a high monthly payment. I don't care about the price because the tenants pay for the property. I can't have a high payment because I can't cash flow the property. It won't cover its own expenses because every rental property has to be a business unto itself. Right. It has to provide enough income to pay for itself and hopefully give off a little bit to put in your pocket every month. Yeah. But the, the tenants Absolutely. pay for it. Tenants pay for it. Someday when it's paid off, somebody else paid for all of your assets. All right. Hey, great stuff. Larry Harbolt, thanks so much. We appreciate you, man. Always a pleasure. LarryHarbolt.com. Check out his podcast as well, Real Deal Podcast with Larry Harbolt. Hey, another great show. Thanks for our producers out there, our team, our listeners, our viewers. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Something as simple as packing up some food, donating some time, volunteering, and donating some blood potentially. And be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rimes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.